Are you consistently comparing yourself to other people? Are you unsure of your own success or your future or your talents because you're using the metric against others, against what others are doing and how confident they look and how wonderful their life seems? I get it. It's super tough not to compare, but so many of these steps start from within first, and that's easy to say. It's easy to say these things start within, but when it comes to building confidence, there are steps you can take every single day to help build your confidence and erase the self-doubt that you're creating within your own heart. Today, I want to dive into all of those things, little tools every single day that you can take to start building your confidence from within so you feel like the absolute rock star that you actually are. I get asked consistently, Kelly, how are you so confident? Tell me how to build confidence. This is often what is misunderstood. You are not born with this completely elevated version of yourself. You're not born with this amazing sense of confidence. Confidence takes time to build. It really, really does. It's just like any other tool in your toolkit that you have to practice over and over again. And that's what we are doing today. I'm going to give you the tools to start practicing ways to build your confidence and erase self-doubt. Tune in. This is something worth listening to. Whether you are in quarantine or at home or you are thriving, it does not matter. Start implementing these practices and I promise you're going to lead to a better understanding of yourself. What is up world? Oh my goodness. What a challenging time we're experiencing This is so unprecedented. The world that we live in today, I mean, before being stuck inside 100% of the time, we were already experiencing hardships. We were experiencing failed relationships and troubles at work and insecurities and self-doubt and all of these things. And now we're trapped inside trying to avoid a crisis. And I feel like this message today is important for a life in quarantine and a life outside in the regular world, whenever that may be, because we all experience self-doubt and we all experience a lack of confidence. It's something that I've really tried to channel and challenge myself in for years. And I've spoken about this before, how, you know, I feel like I feel very blessed because I was in a family and I had parents who you know, always really celebrated my confidence and my individuality and the qualities that I had. You know, they really encouraged me in so many different aspects of life. So I had that foundation from a very young age. And that's amazing. That's great. Some of you don't, some of you do. But then we enter real life. We enter the adult world and holy cow, completely different ballgame, completely different people, situations, life experiences. And over time, that tends to chip away at our confidence. When we're exposed to so many different things, it's either going to elevate us and build us or it's going to start tearing away that confidence that maybe we once had. Or maybe you didn't ever really have a lot of confidence. And that is exactly what I want to dive into today. We all need this message and we all need this challenge. Hopefully, you know, I started out thinking that this episode is going to be called easy ways to erase self-doubt and build confidence. And then I realized after reflecting on it, there's really no easy way 
all of this is hard. All of our experiences and our challenges and our insecurities are tough. They're tough to erase. They're tough to challenge. And it all starts with a few things here and there that build up over time. So that is what I hope resonates with you today. These tips on how to start chipping away at that insecurity that you may have and whatever area of your life that you're facing. And over time, you see that development in your confidence. Little things here and there. So first, this is going to seem so superficial and crazy and maybe even a little blunt, but I think we all need to hear it. First things first, unfollow those on social media who are making you insecure, potentially making you jealous, and challenging where you're at in your life in a negative way. Now, I say this because we spend so much time on social media, so much time scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and on the internet and reading blogs and reading articles and watching Instagram lives and what have you. And there's a lot of people who make their living influencing. And that's one thing to reflect on. Are the people you're following influencers in a positive light? Do you look at them and say, I want to challenge myself in that way? I'm inspired by their message. If so, great. However, I challenge you to take a look at your feed and think, Is this a person who I'm inspired by or is this a person I am jealous of? If you're jealous, that is creating that insecurity already. It's because you want something you feel like you don't have, which isn't great for you to be seeing every single day. And also, let's narrow it down to even the normal day-to-day influences, whether it's your neighbor next door or it's the girl you met at yoga Or it's someone that you were friends with in high school who seems to just be excelling at a rate that's unheard of and you keep comparing where you are in your life to them. It's powerful and it's difficult, but Instagram has the mute tool and I don't think that there's anything wrong with this. Now, let me give you some light on when I started realizing how powerful this was. Such a simple thing that isn't you know, we're not trying to speak poorly on those who are succeeding or those who are sharing their successes. That's great. I'm so happy for you. And I think that should be celebrated. But depending on what season you're at in your life, maybe you shouldn't be seeing all of it. And let me tell you why. When I was living in San Diego, and this was about five, four to five years ago, My lifestyle had just changed dramatically. When I graduated from the Naval Academy, I went from living with my best friend, Jackie, every single day. She was five feet away from me. And we loved our life together and had so much fun. And we felt like we were real-life versions of the episodes of Friends. Seriously, every single day. Or maybe even Gilmore Girls. I don't know. But we just loved life. And even though we were facing challenges, we were facing those challenges together. And we were dating and figuring out guys and our life and our qualities, all those things together. And then to add on top of that, I was flourishing in my passions. I was on the dance team and then I was running and, you know, academics were really challenging me, but I had 40 people who lived on my floor who were there to help me. And everything that Naval Academy stood for was that that brotherhood, that friendship, and that connectivity, always being around those. And so I felt like I was just thriving in that part of my life. And I really didn't mentally prepare myself for what was ahead, that transition into the real world. So I graduated. I moved to San Diego by choice. 
Um, That was my next set of orders, but I selected those orders and I thought everything was just going to get magically even better and brighter because I was going to the happiest place on earth. Not Disneyland, but San Diego comes close for anyone who's ever lived there. It's absolutely stunning. Palm trees and sunsets and beach and beach bars and rooftops and just this lifestyle you see in the movies. And so I was so thrilled not having reflected on everything I was going to lose in the process. Those first two years were tough because of that, those loss of relationships and that tangible relationship, having them so close to me. But also, I transitioned into a very difficult position that I was not good at. I wasn't good at being a surface warfare officer. It didn't come naturally. Navigating and being on a ship did not come naturally. You know, I wasn't one of those people who got everything on the first try. I had to study. I had to work hard. And I was around those those other officers, whether female, mayor, what have you, who just seemed to be so much smarter and they were just getting it. They were getting it and I wasn't getting it. And so this was a challenge every day I was being faced with that I was being paid to do. And not to mention, I had less of a time for a social life, you know, balancing life on the ship and then balancing that real world aspect of where do I fit in workouts? Where do I fit in happy hours? Where do I fit in my relationship, which was long distance at the time? I struggled so much in those first two years and I found part of my frustration and depression coming from social media because I was comparing constantly. I was comparing my body to those of influencers, fit models. I was comparing my social life to those who weren't going on deployment or weren't going underway or had just graduated but somehow just found their niche right away and were thriving in their careers. I was comparing myself to other naval officers who I had just graduated with, but they chose to take a different path. They chose to go to flight school where, you know, they didn't go on deployment right away. They were able to maintain that balance in their personal life to see those same friends from the Naval Academy every single day. So after a while, I had to really reflect on where I was finding my frustration or where I was finding that doubt and those insecurities. And it came a lot from social media. So unfollowing certain people and now muting certain people, it doesn't come from a place of, you know, nastiness or I'm mad or I hate or anything like that. It comes from a place of trying to save my own confidence. And back then I had to go ahead and unfollow people where I wasn't, there wasn't a feeling of positivity being evoked when I saw my content. Take a minute And think about those who you're seeing, those who you're comparing yourself to. You can still celebrate them and celebrate their successes and be happy for them without having to see it every single day. I promise you there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I do it myself to this day. I'm 27, almost 28 years old. And sometimes I see women who just have excelled in so many different areas, especially in their careers, and they're the same age as me. And I immediately start doubting myself and thinking, why am I not doing that? Who are they talking to? Maybe I should be doing more. I should be connecting businesses. I could be putting more money into my business and doing X, Y, and Z. And then I stop and I think, what do I have? And what have I worked for? And that this season of my life is challenging me in a way, preparing me for 
whatever is ahead. And I have to go through this just like they need to go through what they're going through because we all have a different path. And the next thing I'm going to challenge you on regards to social media and following others is for those of you who have the unfollow app, that is an app that exists out there. You can see who is unfollowing you. Don't take this opportunity to download it. I am challenging you to disengage and unuse that app, un whatever, delete it from your phone because that is also adding to your self-doubt and taking away from your confidence building. Because every time you see someone unfollow you, you don't know their intention, but your intention is always going to be to attack yourself and say, why? Why are they unfollowing me? Why don't they want to be a part of my life? Is it my content? Is it something I posted? Oh my goodness, I can't believe they don't want to be sharing this space together. No. It's okay because as I just spoke about, you might absolutely be killing it and crushing life and sometimes people are building confidence and they're not at a place yet where they can be seeing that consistently. And so you need to take a step back and delete that because it's bad for your confidence. But also remember, people have their own motives and their own reasoning. And if you find out someone's not following you, take that moment just to pray just to pray for them and their journey and know that it may be for a specific reason. It may not be, but it might just be because that's what they need to do at that time. And I'm telling you, it is okay. Erase that self-doubt that comes from social media because it's a very, very powerful thing to do. And also I want to push forward and extend that to when you notice yourself complaining or maybe even talking about other people, you don't realize that is attributing to your own confidence because the way that you treat other people is a direct reflection of how you see yourself. Absolutely, it is. If you are happy for others and celebrating others and you're pushing others and you're uniting others and you're just in a place where you can be cheerful of others, that means you're okay with where you are at. But if you find yourself saying, I can't believe she thinks she can pull that off, or I can't believe she's doing this, or I can't believe he's wearing that, or you know, it must be so much easier because she has time for X, Y, and Z, that's because you are already frustrated with where you are at, and you are insecure with where you are at, and you need to take a moment and stop that negative talk. That's not going to help you with your confidence. And if you just take a few days to stop and reflect, over time, it's going to erase that negativity from your brain and it's going to help you refocus on what matters, which is yourself and your confidence. The next thing I'm going to challenge you to do is offer services. Now, you don't even realize the services you have to offer the world. I had mentioned before that challenge in my first two years of my career uh, on the ship and learning to become a naval officer and a surface warfare officer Just all of it was a challenge and none of it was something I was good at. None of what I attacked was something I felt I was confident in. So in return, I started really diving into things I knew I could do. For example, what I've mentioned before was photography for me at that time. I knew I was good at it and it was in a new creative space and it was something I wasn't doing every day, but it's something I had the opportunity to thrive in. So I started just asking people to take pictures of them. I wasn't charging anyone. Maybe they would throw me money for gas or something like that. But just doing sessions with my roommate, my neighbors, a couple co-workers and their girlfriends, 
their response to something I was gifted in elevated my confidence so much because that is what I needed at the time. I felt day to day like I was failing, like I wasn't a good enough, you know, surface warfare officer that, you know, I was struggling more than others. But then I got into this space where I was good at it. And people's reactions, people thanking me, people sharing my photos or referring other people, that built my confidence up in so many ways and reminded me I can do this. I can challenge myself. I can go into new spaces and thrive. And that ended up becoming a business for me because I was reminding myself constantly of something that I can do. So whether you are talented in digital marketing or creating content or photography or painting mugs or artwork or yoga, whatever it is, offer those services to other as a way to extend your talents and an ability to showcase that to the world. So you remind yourself that you are good at something. You are confident. That is going to help you in ways you don't even know. Maybe you're trying to dive into a personal training business, or maybe you just have a passion for physical fitness. Share your knowledge with others and see how they respond. You're going to get responses because I promise you, if you love something, others are going to love that about you. They may not love painting pottery in the way that you do, but they're going to want to share that passion just because they're so excited to see the way that you're responding to it. So don't be afraid of that. And the next thing about offering services is, you know, if you feel like you don't have a skill, I challenge you to potentially volunteer. If you're volunteering your time in a way that's new and innovative and maybe out of your comfort zone, you're going to find so much value and you're going to feel useful. Maybe you don't feel useful right now. Maybe you don't feel like you have a talent. Maybe you don't feel like people want to listen to you or they don't care about what you're doing. The moment you start volunteering your time to other people, all of a sudden, that's going to make you feel so welcomed and so useful. And if that's, you know, in this digital space we're living in, hosting something online, hosting a happy hour, hosting a virtual yoga session, um, maybe donating to whatever sort of charity. Maybe I saw a friend who's making masks using her sewing machine and then all of those proceeds are going back to a food bank. Um, Or if it's out of quarantine life, spending time with certain charities or giving back to Salvation Army or, you know, finding girls on the run or Girl Scouts networks or anything like that where if you even do it once a month and volunteer that time back, you're going to feel so rewarded. And that's going to really elevate your confidence. For me, in a couple different ways, you know, I've really had to build my confidence over the last five years because I think it was definitely attacked when I first entered the Navy. I was just so unsure of who I was and what I was doing. But in that time, I devoted and dedicated lots of energy to motivational speaking. I knew I could speak. I knew I had a story to share. And I never was paid. Not a single time. I've spoken dozens of schools and universities, um, a lot of virtual platforms, a lot of online platforms, but I really found it as a way to remind myself that I have skill and I am useful. And the same was I, you know, I went out on a limb and I applied to be a Bumble ambassador and I worked doing two events a month to connect women. I have no history in event planning, no history in PR or marketing, but you know, volunteering that time and I was I was offered a paycheck which was great, but I ended up 
giving back so much of my time. It honestly didn't compensate me for what I was doing. I was so happy to do it though because I found so much value and worth in connecting others by hosting those events and seeing women really come together and grow from each other's experiences that helped me build my confidence. So give back. Give back in a way. Reach out on Instagram to certain companies. Find out how you can help them. Become an ambassador for local brands or something that's going to really make you feel fulfilled. It's super, super powerful. You know, and I'm going to send that to challenging you to do something new every single week. Because whether you succeed or whether you fail, I'll tell you why that's going to help you grow in your confidence. If you challenge yourself to do something new, whether it's a kickboxing class or a yoga class or it's a sip and social event or it's a happy hour or it's doing a virtual class of some kind or another kind of class, it doesn't matter what it is. You do that once a week. Say you thrive. You just found a new passion. You found something that you're good at. I had no experience, zero experience in pageantry, but I took the biggest chance of my life and I challenged myself to compete in Miss Ohio USA back in 2016. It changed my life forever, absolutely forever. And, you know, it it doesn't need to be something as big as that, but it can just be absolutely anything, class, a new skill, a workshop, a meet and greet that is going to help you find something. And say maybe you don't feel like you're successful at it. Maybe you're going to all these different things and you feel like you failed. You still have the ability to self-reflect, tell yourself, what did I gain from that? Or what did I learn I don't like to do? One thing off the list that you don't like to do. Maybe you're not meeting people at happy hours or events like you, you promised yourself that you would. Reflect on why. Is it because you're not going up to people? Is it because you're not, you know, getting their information and following up with them? Are you not going to the right events? Are they too generic? Do you need to find something local to your area? Do you need to extend outside of your area? Are you too comfortable when you go to them? Are you making yourself uncomfortable? All of those things, whether you succeed or you fail, are going to make you better. And it's going to create more confidence and it will not add to your self-doubt. It will detract from your self-doubt because you will get better and better at these new experiences every single every single time you do them, whether you are thriving or not. I promise you. And the last thing is probably the hardest thing for you to accept. And I get it. What I'm going to share is your confidence is completely related to those you invite into your life via relationships. Your relationships are a direct reflection of how you see yourself. 100%. Let's talk about friendships first. You know, if you are welcoming others into your life and you find yourself being left out or they don't understand your passions or they don't get why you look the way that you do or um, they just... They aren't fueling and adding to your life and challenging you in a positive way. They're leaving you feeling potentially insecure. Those aren't friendships. Your friendships should be celebrating everything you are doing. They should be evoking the sense of confidence and adding to your confidence. They should be showing sides of yourself that you didn't even know you had. 
because friends, real friends, are so excited for you in your new experiences. They're not saying, why? Why are you doing it? They're saying, heck yeah, go for it. I love that. Absolutely. And they love you. They love what you're doing. And, you know, I'm just so grateful because it's taken some time for me to distinguish those real friendships from those friends who you just maybe you're surrounding yourself with. You're surrounding yourself with at brunch. You're surrounding yourself with on your nights out. Or maybe you're just happy to have followers on Instagram. But the one, two, three, four friends who are adding to your life and giving something back to you and really bringing your confidence up, that is obviously going to erase your self-doubt. And it's such a powerful, powerful thing. Remember the people in your life or a reflection of how you see yourself. And if they are positive, if they are constructive, if they are there for you, that means you think you deserve that. And that goes into my final, final point, which is your relationships in dating or you know, marriage or whatever it is. Something I always tell my friends, the friends who they're just incredible. They're grateful. They're powerful. They're succeeding in their career. They're beautiful. But they always seem to be in these relationships that are not fulfilling them. And they're finding themselves lost or anxious and getting more anxiety from being in these relationships. And I always say the same thing every single time. I tell them, you accept the love you think you deserve. If you think you deserve a guy who doesn't contact you, doesn't call you, doesn't make you feel special, doesn't set up a date for you, doesn't remember your birthday, doesn't remember these big magical moments or milestones that you're working for in your life, you're accepting that as okay. You're saying, you know what? I don't see myself as special. I don't see myself as someone that should be reached out to consistently. And that's not the truth. The absolute truth is you do deserve someone who's going to make you special and you do deserve someone who's going to reach out to you and they're going to remember the work meeting that you were stressed out about or the favorite snack that you have or the date spot that you needed, anything like that because you are worth it. And if a guy is not going out of his way to show that for you and you are accepting that as okay, it's because you don't think you deserve it. And I'm here to remind you that you do. So I decided in my mid-20s, I would rather be single than be with a man who didn't value me or treat me as something special. Because I was tired. I knew what I deserved. I knew what I was ready to offer the world and offer a relationship. And I wasn't going to settle for someone who didn't give that back to me and more. So I had to wait a really long time, I tell you. Lots of, you know, relationships with guys who would forget things or, you know, challenge me or try to control me or not understand why I was the way that I was. You know, they were saying, why are you so active on social media? Or why are you competing in a pageant? Or what's the point of this whole business thing? Like, no, no. You need to get on board with what I'm doing, and then maybe I'll consider giving you my time. And this isn't arrogance. This is confidence. 100% that confidence. You need to remember what you deserve. And I'm so, so grateful that I was okay with channeling that time by myself and being alone and remembering what I deserve because 
thank God I have a wonderful man in my life now who is on board with everything that I'm doing, works hard to push me toward what I'm doing. He single-handedly is the reason why I decided to compete for Miss California USA because he knew what I had to offer. And he was like, we have the rest of our lives to focus on our relationship and marriage and our goals together. You need to focus on your goals alone. And I really believe in you. And that is exactly what I waited for and exactly what I deserve and what is exactly what you deserve. And these relationships, again, are going to reflect how you see yourself. See yourself as someone worthy, as someone talented. We are all given incredible, unique gifts, every single one of us. And if you're sitting here right now thinking, Kelly, I don't have a gift. I don't have a talent. You haven't tapped into it yet. You need to, number one, start erasing that self-doubt by what you're seeing on social media. And don't feel bad for unfollowing others, temporarily even. That's okay. But do what you need to do to rejuvenate your mind and make yourself excited again instead of frustrated or depressed. Offer those talents or those services to others, whatever they may be, because That is going to make you feel so, so valued. Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself weekly. Even in the smallest of ways, challenge yourself because that is huge. That is going to make you just feel ignited in all that you're doing because you don't know in what way you're going to challenge yourself that way, but somehow it's going to make you grow. Lastly, accept the love you think you deserve. And I'm telling you, you deserve the world. You deserve to be made special. You deserve love. You deserve passion and support and someone who's going to celebrate your unique capabilities. We all deserve that. And these are just simple, simple, but challenging ways to start building your confidence. I hope this helps. I hope this resonates. All things you can do, whether you are stuck at home, living your best life, going to the beach, quarantining, or starting a business, all small ways to help grow your confidence and erase that self-doubt that we all have. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. It's been wonderful today. I hope that you now have a better understanding that confidence isn't something that you're born with. It's something you work for. Work for it because you all deserve to be the most confident. Hey you, thank you so much for tuning into the show. If you have 10 seconds of your time, please take time to go to Apple or Spotify and rate my podcast. 10 seconds of your time means the absolute world to me. Also, you can follow me and all of my upcoming episodes on my Instagram at misunderstood.podcast and follow me on at Kelly Renee Hall for any updates. Thanks so much for your support, guys. Keep tuning in on Misunderstood.